0: Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing great. A lot to get to ahead on today's edition of Locked on Cougars. We're going to be talking about BYU's overtime win over Pepperdine. Should we be worried about that? Should we? What should we take away from it? We'll examine that. Also preview tonight's clash against number one ranked Gonzaga. Right, is there any chance the third time is the charm for the BYU basketball program to face off against the number one ranked Bulldogs? Well, we'll examine that as well preview that game and if you didn't catch it last night we'll also let you hear once again from Pukunakua joined BYU via transfer announcement last night or guess not officially joined BYU quite yet but verbally committed to be a Cougar we'll get to all of that ahead on today's show cannot be more excited to be doing this on a Tuesday so without further ado let's dive on in this is the Locked On Cougars podcast for March 9th 2021 What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thank you again for taking some time to download your daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. If you're just checking us out for the first time, or if you've been a longtime listener who just happens to dip in from time to time, I want to encourage you guys, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. But more importantly, please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating as well as a sentence or two or more. If You'd like of what you like about the show, what you'd like to see improved, whatever it is. All we're looking for are those five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. And if you have another app platform out there that happens to allow you to rate and review the show, please do that as well on whichever podcast provider that you happen to use. Getting going here on a Monday edition of the show. And folks, if you're gonna lead for 12 seconds of a basketball game, why not make it the essentially the final 12 seconds and change? BYU took a lead late against Pepperdine. That was a pretty tough game all the way around, officiating-wise, just the way the game kind of played out. I think 49 foul calls across both teams. BYU shot 27 free throws in this game. But if you're going to lead a game for... 12 seconds, well, why not make it in the final minute of that contest? Colby Ross, a big shot to push this game to overtime, but BYU comes up big in overtime. And Spencer Johnson, as uh, Greg Rebell said on Twitter last night, he has seen many great passes from Zach Wilson, but man... What a steal and a save by Spencer Johnson on that pass. And BYU goes on to win this game 82-77. to I got to say, everything I feared of this matchup with Pepperdine came true yesterday. There are teams that are just bad matchups for other teams. And the way that Kessler Edwards operates in Pepperdine's offense, Colby Ross running things as their engine that just makes their offense go... Pepperdine's a bad matchup for BYU. There's no doubt about that. Kessler Edwards, I'm not going to be surprised if you see him playing in the NBA one day. He has the skill set as a big man who can shoot from the outside, can pick and pop, play in the pick and roll game. It would not surprise me to see him start out his NBA career, potentially as a G League guy or a two-way player, but eventually find himself onto an NBA roster. He is that good of a player, in my opinion. And this is just one of those games, speaking of Pepperdine, that I I just don't think BYU Matches up well with the waves, but the more important thing—it's this time of year. It's March. It's survive in advance mode, and that's exactly what BYU did. Mark Pope in the post game last night called it beautiful, ugly—the way that BYU has won games. They're now twenty and five on the season, and now they get ready to take on Gonzaga tonight, and we'll preview that game here in just a moment. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about this game. Alex Barcelo—he's a senior. He played forty minutes in this contest. I'm afraid he's going to have some tired legs tonight when they take on Gonzaga, but he came up big. BYU trailed it by as many as 12 points in this contest, and they had to dig deep to find a way back into this game. And I do need to give BYU credit, because it seemed like every time you felt like there was an avalanche coming where Pepperdine was just going to lay it on. I'm going to be landing that knockout blow that would have BYU on their heels for the rest of the game. BYU found a way to bounce back. Caleb Lohner hit a big three early on in this game. He finished with nine points and nine rebounds. A really nice outing for him in 36 minutes. Uh, Brandon Averett was five, ele- 5 of 11 from the field, added 16 points and five assists. As I mentioned, Alex Barcelo, 23 points, nine rebounds and two assists. Uh, the guard line did this for BYU. BYU. The concern I have, though, is that BYU did not get enough from their bench in this contest. Of course, Trevin Nell added five points. Spencer Johnson adds six. Richard Harwood has three points. But they really tightened the rotation. Connor Harding had a tough six minutes and was put on the bench and never heard from again. So you're going to need more from your bench if you want to have any hopes of advancing past a Gonzaga to win a West Coast Conference title, especially when it comes to the NCAA tournament upcoming. BYU's got to find contributions. That's one thing this team has proven this season is when they have contributions from all over the roster, they're pretty hard to beat. And last night... It came from three guys chiefly. Brandon Averett, Alex Barcelo, they combined for 39 points. Matt Harms adds 18 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. It had 3 blocks as well. And I just felt like this was a game that kind of highlights BYU's weaknesses. And if any team is going to face BYU, whether it's Gonzaga tonight or any other potential matchups in the upcoming NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament, they are going to look at BYU and say, okay, we need to attack them from the perimeter. If we have a big man who can shoot from the perimeter, can pick and pop, and just make life miserable for BYU, uh, kind of in that mid-range game, let's do it. Uh, I will admit, this was not BYU's finest performance, shooting just 42.6% from the field, 33.3% from the three-point arc. There's a lot of different things that were kind of outliers for BYU that are kind of atypical of how they've gone about things. And by the way, if you're going to win a game with 21 turnovers, Well, this is the way to do it, I suppose, but... Just, I felt like Pepperdine was just a bad matchup for BYU. I still feel that way. And the good news is BYU found a way to win. That is the overarching theme we need to take away from this. Yes, it wasn't pretty. Yes, the officiating was rough in many, many spots. But nonetheless, now BYU gets ready to take on the Gonzaga Bulldogs tonight. And we're looking forward to that one. We also do need to give a shout out to the BYU women's basketball team. What a dominant showing, especially in the third quarter as they took some revenge out on USF and advanced to the women's final. They'll take on Gonzaga as well in the women's West Coast Conference tournament final. That'll be this afternoon. I believe it's on ESPNU, if I'm not mistaken. But nonetheless, looking forward to that matchup. It would be fun to see the women's team beat Gonzaga for a second straight time this season and win the West Coast Conference title. I think the good news is for the women's team in this Circumstance is that USF, with their 14-point win over BYU, what was it just about two weeks ago, put BYU back on bubble watch, and I think the Cougars remembered that and were like, you know what, we're leaving no doubt in this one, and they doubled up USF at one point, rolled to an 85 to 55 victory. Uh, Paisley Johnson had a good game, really a dominant outing. Obviously, when you have Shaylee Gonzalez in your backcourt, you've got a great equalizer there for the BYU women's hoops team and. Looking forward to seeing them get their shot at a West Coast Conference title crown. This afternoon, Jeff Judkins is doing a masterful job earning every bit of his paycheck and also showing why he was named West Coast Conference Coach of the Year for this season that the women's hoops program is putting together. So fun day ahead for both men's and women's hoops programs at BYU playing in the West Coast Conference Tournament Finals. The BYU women's team at 2 p.m. tipping off against Gonzaga in the WCC Championship. Like I said, on ESPNU, there will also be a radio call on BYU Radio 107.9. FM also on the BYU Cougars app you can tune into that and then the nightcap at 7 o'clock the men's team Mark Pope's program looks to upset number one rank Gonzaga we'll preview that game more in its entirety but that will tip off at 7 o'clock on ESPN alright so more on the Bulldogs here momentarily some stats on how dominant a run that they have been enjoying we'll touch on that here in just a second today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Rock Auto guys if you guys want to take care of your vehicle and of course we all do because we rely on them every day. I commute to work every day and I need my daily driver to keep it in tip-top shape so I don't have to worry about anything. Well, I can tell you this much. Rock Auto has become a massive, reliable resource for me when it comes to the upkeep of my car. If you guys have any part you need for your vehicle, whether it's a car, truck, or SUV, go to rockauto.com. They have hundreds of manufacturers for all the different cars, makes, models that you could ever imagine and the best part, they have them at reliably low prices. They want to make it easy on you guys. I like to call it being a try it yourself or I heard that on another podcast recently and that's a good point. A lot of us with the pandemic still going, working from home, what it might be. Well, if you want to give things a shot, why not do it and have the best price available to you with the best parts and that's all capable of being yours at rockauto.com what i need you guys to do is when you go check them out at rockauto.com navigate the search page but while you're there make sure to put in locked on and the how did you hear about us box so we get some credit for sending you to check them out love rock auto cannot encourage you guys enough to take advantage of their resource they have for you guys online that's rockauto.com proud partners with us here on the locked on cougars podcast Let's take another minute on a timeout here to talk about our good friends at Squire and Company, folks. Squire is a CPA firm, and obviously this time of year is tax season. What, we're just over a month away from tax day, April 15th? And if you're fretting getting your taxes done, well, let Squire take a lot of the worry out of your life. They're one of the largest Utah-based CPA firms. They serve clients throughout the United States, as well as here at home in Utah. The best part is they can help you as an individual. They also can help a billion-dollar company. They can scale up or down to fit whatever your needs are. They specialize in traditional CPA firm services, personal income taxes, corporate and business tax, financial statement, audits, reviews, and compilations. No matter what you might need, Squire can take care of you guys. I've been working with Ray Chipman, one of the partners at Squire for a while now. Glad to have him on board with us and he'd love to help you guys out. If you have any questions, feel free to check out their website first off at www.squire.com. Ray and his staff there do a great job. If you'd like to reach out to Ray directly, he'll get you in contact with the right people or help you himself. You can reach out to him, at squire.com is his email address and his phone number, 801-477-4950. He'd love to help you guys out. He'd love to have Squire make Make sure you guys are taken care of no matter what it might be. Like I said, this time of year, tax season can be really stressful. Let Squire handle it for you guys and just kind of take that burden off of you. Once again, you can reach out to Ray directly, Raymond C at Squire.com or give them a call, 801 477 4950 That's Squire and Company, right here on the Locked On Cougars Podcast. Guys, we've talked a lot about betting with our good friends at Bet Online recently here on this podcast. But Betting on whatever sport you're interested in doesn't have to be a guessing game. You can listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast. It is hosted by your boy Q and handicapping legend Lee Sterling. Get the daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day every single day. Subscribe to the Locked On Bets podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Alright, it is time for round three of BYU and Gonzaga, the number one ranked team in the land, faces off against the Cougars in the West Coast Conference men's tournament final. And I got to say, this is going to be a monumental task if BYU wants to upset Gonzaga. There is some thought out there, and I think it's probably a fleeting thought about Gonzaga saying, you know what, we're locked in, we're fine, we're just going to let things roll here and we'll see what happens. The thing about Gonzaga all year long is they have been locked in every single game, it seems like and refuse to take a night off. I don't expect tonight will be that night. And BYU, if they want to win a West Coast Conference title for the first time in a decade since joining the since joining the conference, they want to win a conference tournament title for the first time in two decades. Yeah, it was 2001, the last time BYU won a conference tournament title, way back in the Mountain West era. The early days of the Mountain West, by the way. But you're going to have your work cut out for you. How dominant has Gonzaga been this year? And I saw this on social media last night and absolutely blew my mind. Well, for comparison's sake, many of you remember the John Wooden UCLA teams. They are legendary, legendary in college hoops for their dominance throughout the run that Wooden had with the UCLA Bruins. Well, in 1968 to 69, they had a run where they went 22 straight games with a double digit win happening every single game they played. That began uh, from March 16th 1968 to February 15th 1969 just an absolute dominant run well Gonzaga has matched that run by the way 22 straight games speaking of Mark Fuse program they have won by double digits this season they are undefeated they're number one ranked in the country there's a lot of people out there saying well if they were playing in the Big Ten or the Big 12 they might have a loss or two maybe that's the truth maybe that simply is the truth but the West coast conference BYU essentially number two behind Gonzaga has done everything within their power to try and upset this team and they have just not been able to do it by the way anybody who else has played Gonzaga this season hasn't been able to do it either this would be just one of the biggest upsets in BYU basketball history if BYU pulled it off tonight am I expecting it I'll be honest no I don't expect so if BYU could keep it within single digits like avoid that 22 game streak of double digit wins for Gonzaga and that streak, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I would be impressed with that. The nice part is BYU is essentially a rock solid lock to make the NCAA men's tournament field. Uh, Joe Lunardi had them as a seven seed yesterday. I think the seven seed would be a great position for BYU to land in. I don't know exactly as of time of recording how the The rankings will affect BYU with regards to the narrow win over Pepperdine. But you won nonetheless. And that's what it's all about this time of year. Survive and advance is that famous phrase uh, from the Five Slamma Jamma era. NC State, Jim Valvano, that massive upside talking about surviving and advancing with the NC State Uh, Wolfpack. Well, that's what BYU's mantra's got to be. But surviving and advancing tonight won't be it. You've got to play your absolute best game if you want to upset Gonzaga in this contest. But the the good news is, by the way, the BYU is going to the NCAA tournament. There's no uh, if, and, or but about it. They will be a tournament team and that you can kind of take some solace in. So try not to get too upset tonight if BYU struggles. Gonzaga has laid it on everybody they've played this year. There's no doubt about that. And BYU has been a recipient of two of those beatdowns. Think about the awful starts that BYU has had against Gonzaga both times that they have played them so far this year. Uh, It's funny enough, if you take those awful starts, and I know this is just looking way too into it, you take away those awful starts, and BYU actually played pretty well against Gonzaga, but that's part of the game. You have to start well. I talked about it on yesterday's podcast with regards to Pepperdine. You needed to avoid a slow start. What did BYU do? Had an awful start. What was it 22 to 11 at one point? They got down by as many as 12 points, rallied to win. That will not fly against Gonzaga. Gonzaga is a whole nother level as compared to Pepperdine. Uh, the Bulldogs, they are another one of those bad matchups for BYU. Drew Timmy and Corey Kispert in the front court are just too tough, I think, for BYU to be able to Really uh, take advantage of that. But, you know, nonetheless, I look at what's going on with the BYU basketball program and I'm encouraged because BYU just continues to find ways to win. You would like to see them at some point string together a pretty dominant run where they're shooting the ball consistently, playing good defense that they've shown at points this season. And now would be the time to do that if you want to win that conference tournament title. But more importantly, look at tonight against Gonzaga as another opportunity to tune yourself up. For for the NCAA tournament. Selection Sunday is this coming weekend. Looking forward to seeing where the Cougars are ultimately slated to play there in Indiana and just looking forward to this time of year. March is a special, special month. I love it. I know I'm not alone in that and tonight is just kind of the start of that for BYU. Do I expect the Cougars to beat the Bulldogs? I do not and I think it would be an accomplishment to avoid losing by double digits against Gonzaga because like I said, 22 straight games that's not necessarily just it's a statistical anomaly. That shows the dominance that Gonzaga has, but I see this as just another opportunity for BYU to go out there and play against the best, show that they belong, and hopefully build some confidence as they head in to the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Alright, coming up here momentarily, some of you probably heard it on the special edition I put out last night. I spoke with Puka Nakua. He and his older brother Samson, if you missed the news, announced that they will be BYU football players this coming season. They are transferring coming home to play for the Cougars after playing at Utah's and Samson's case and also Washington and Puka Nakua's case. We'll let you hear from Puka on the decision-making process, what is bringing him home to Provo. We'll get to all of that here momentarily. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends at BetOnline.ag. As I mentioned, the Locked On Bets podcast wants to help you guys out with your picks every day. Well, I want you guys to go to BetOnline.ag and sign up for a free account now and get in on the sports betting world no matter what it is you guys want to bet on they've got it for you guys nba college hoops nhl in full swing golf baseball is coming even award shows tv shows and reality tv they've got it all for you at bet online no matter what you want to bet on they can take care of you you can do customized props on any anything you imagine you just ask them they'll be happy to set that up for you guys they've got you covered they want to help you guys out as well well by giving you guys a free account, by the way, at BetOnline.ag, but more importantly, a 50% welcome bonus. Yes, free money courtesy of our friends at BetOnline. How you take advantage of that is going to BetOnline.ag. Sign up now for that free account. When you make your first deposit, use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus courtesy of your friends at BetOnline. It's a great way to have some fun in the sports betting world. Do it with our friends at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If you've been living under a rock, you guys probably missed the news, but I don't think many of you are, and that is that Puka Nakua and Samson Nakua announced on social media yesterday evening that they'll be members of the BYU football program this fall. Looking forward to seeing them suiting up as Cougars. Of course, Kai Nakua had a stellar run as a BYU defensive back, now in the NFL most recently with the San Francisco 49ers. Well, last night I reached out to Puka, had a chance to catch up with him to talk about the decision process to bring him to BYU. A fun Conversation. I did it on a special edition of the podcast, but if you missed that, I want to let you guys hear that conversation now. So here you go. Puka Nakula with myself right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Puka, thank you for taking the time. How are you? Pretty good. I'm feeling good. Uh,
1: made made my decision and I'm feeling good about it still. Still kinda on the the high of it right now, I guess.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I I can understand that completely. Let's start here. What precipitated your decision to leave the University of Washington and make the move to BYU?
1: Well I'd definitely say one of the main factors was some some uh, some family matters that I needed to be taken care of and uh, obviously BYU had a great season last year and saw the the future is right under Coach Kaki, and I'm just excited for the opportunity to get to get to work with these guys and pretty much get, get started.
0: <laughs> if I recall correctly, when you were coming out of high school, coming out of Orm, you already had a pretty good relationship with BYU's coaching staff. Is that right? Yeah, I mean,
1: I pretty much grew up on BYU property, so, so I was in the backyard, and obviously Kai was there, so I was around a lot and I was with the guys on the team. So, that, yeah, I definitely had a good relationship even before
0: once you decided you were leaving Washington, you needed to come home and help out with the Family Matters, like you mentioned, did that help you already had that relationship in making the decision to go to BYU?
1: Um, definitely. Honestly, the Family Matters is definitely the first and most foremost thing that I was needed to take care of and make sure it was all good. But uh, it was just, honestly, a bonus to have uh, the coaches that are there at BYU right now already have relationships with them and just being the guys who they are. So definitely... Everything that BYU had offered it was just bonuses they were, Everything was adding up nicely.
0: <laughs> hey, let me clear up one thing here: Were you and Samson essentially a package deal? You guys were going to a school together.
1: Yeah, we didn't get to play against uh, with each other in high school. So when the opportunity presented itself, uh, uh, I knew I wasn't going to miss it twice. There was no, there was no chance. And I know Mama, Mama was excited. She, could <laughs> excuse me, cheer for us both on the same team.
0: Obviously, your older brother Kai, I know Isaiah also signed with BYU before his career got derailed. Uh, there's a famous story about your guys' father wanting all of his sons to play at BYU. Do you feel like you're accomplishing that dream now by coming home to play for the Cougars?
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy that everything's coming around full circle and uh, it definitely feels right. I mean, all the pieces fell together and I'm excited. It's, it's uh, Yeah, I know mom's happy and everybody's happy. It just feels like plan. You love it when the plan comes together.
0: (laughs) How is that? Obviously, you said you grew up around BYU, watching your older brother Kai. He was just an absolute stud on the defensive side of the football. What are you expecting to bring to BYU now on the offensive side?
1: Energy. I'm I'm excited to help make plays and do my part in the run game, the pass game, and just be around the guys. I know BYU is is, uh, (laughs) a I, I'm just excited to be there. I know me, but I'm ready to get to work and get ready to dive into this playbook and do my best to help.
0: How much did last year's BYU season, where they went 11-1, and ended up finishing in the top 15 nationally, how, much, how attractive was that to you when you're making this decision to come home?
1: At that time when BYU was hot, I mean, I was, I was pretty focused on our season and we were trying to finish that, but it definitely was something uh, hard not to notice. So knowing Zach in high school and some of the guys on the team, it definitely made it more appealing. And when the opportunity presented itself, uh, I I felt like I definitely had to take advantage of it.
0: When are you going to enroll in school in Provo? I believe
1: the summertime will be the earliest, yep.
0: And then Samson, I assume, would be around the same time frame. Is that right? Yep. Puka, I guess the last couple of things from me here, you obviously had your moments up there at Washington. We all saw you play in high school here in Utah, the, all the records you put up at Orem High School. How has your game changed since you left Utah and headed up to Seattle?
1: Shoot, I think I, I've definitely learned a lot. I mean, I've gotten bigger, for sure, bigger and faster uh, just growing up with age and stuff. But uh, more on the football side of that, I can't thank my coach here at UW, Coach Adams, enough um, for teaching me the X's and O's. And he's got a lot of good receivers under his name, Cooper Cup. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a list of guys that go on and on. So to be able to learn from him and to be able to talk to some of those guys, uh, just the football knowledge, I feel like I've grown a lot in football. And it's, I've, I've gone through some injuries, so my love, my love is still burning. I, it's, it's, I, I've had football taken away from me for a couple, for a while. So it's nice to get back into it. Keeps, it keeps me going. And I always got something to push, push for
0: what do you want BYU fans to know about yourself is there anything that I haven't asked you about shoot blue
1: my, I guess blue is my new favorite color now <laughs> I'm gonna be rocking the Y go Cougs I'm ready I'm ready to put it all out there I'm like I know there's a thing last year of BYU uh, whenever wherever any place and I know they're gonna keep that same energy with the guys I know on the team already and I'm excited to uphold that and put that Y on my back and get ready to go
0: Well, Puka, thanks for taking the time on short notice here. Appreciate you doing it, and we're looking forward to seeing you, yeah, in blue. I'm looking forward to seeing you out there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium soon, all right? Yes, sir. There you have it. Puka Nakua. A big thank you to him for taking the time to join us on the podcast and a big thank you to all of you for joining us. Have fun with the Gonzaga game tonight. We will, of course, recap that game on tomorrow's podcast. Look ahead to Selection Sunday. Talk some BYU football. I have a conversation I had with BYU offensive line coach Daryl Funk, a one-on-one conversation about his new position that I'll be playing on the podcast. Maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday. Haven't decided quite yet, but stay tuned for that. Plenty of fun still to be had. There was BYU media availability on Monday that we did not get to quite yet. So there's still a lot to get to this week on the Locked on Cougars podcast. I want to encourage you guys to stay along for the ride. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked on Cougars. You can reach out to us anytime via email as well. Locked on BYU at gmail.com is the email address for the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for March 9th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.